Mr. Bucket. Put your balls in Mr. my mouth. Mr. Bucket. Balls pop out of my mouth. Mr. Bucket. I, the, I'm just imagining now you're like communicating with a prostitute and it's like, I want you to suck my balls. And then they get there and try and start, su- start sucking your dick. It's like, no, 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 no. You didn't have consent to suck my penis. I just want you to suck my balls, girl. <laughs> See, where I thought that joke was going is, oh, baby, we're going to be putting balls in mouths all night long. And then you, you invite a hooker up to play Mr. Bucket with you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I meant to say... <laughs> you're you're doing pu- a music video for 50 Cent. And it's just like balling out of control. And it's like in a club and everything. And everything's in slow motion. But like there's, there's a dance party in the middle. There's like a cypher. And everyone has like the little scoops. And they're trying to play Mr. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> These are the kind of games like, I approve of people playing at parties. It's just like some some like dope ass like club hip hop playing and everything's in slow mo and then there's just like ladies bending over in little skirts tra- like nice nice dresses and everything trying to like get the balls back in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all mood lit and everything. Oh, oh man! Welcome to Mister Bu- Bu- Welcome to Mister Bucket Analysis. That um, it's good. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a short show. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of Mr. Bucket? It's not a great I'm, game. No. No, it's really not. Uh the end. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh let's move on to what we normally do, which is talk about stuff related to the horror genre. Like Mr. Bucket. <laughs> yeah. I played Mr. Bucket in a club, now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's right. No sleep. We're doing no sleep tonight. We're covering some no sleep, so I hope you're all prepared to get spooked so bad that you sit up and watch Arthur on PPS. Big spoop. Every day they're out there spooking. Big spoop. Uh, Oh, hey. Uh, Future David. Uh, Could the intro to this episode... Be No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys? It could be, but I'm not sure. My last attempt to mesh um, uh, a theme you guys suggested with the Clarissa Explains It All theme did not go very well. They just um, did not it, get them it, to all match that, up. It, it, a... it, all that matters is you tried. <laughs> okay. Well, I could try. If it doesn't work, it'll just be what you just suggested, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, that being said, I have to, I want to really quick before we get into the episode, make a quick, uh, Halloween public service announcement. Uh, me living in the heart of Southern California, uh, I am surrounded on all sides by theme parks and all of those theme parks are doing haunts. Everybody's going in, walking through, getting scared by, but a lot of hardworking, uh, men and women dressed as monsters and dead people. And sometimes, and, and what, and what David wants to tell you is that if you shit yourself, that is your responsibility to clean up, exactly. not the people who are running the the haunt. Like, if you really can't control your bowel movements, like, there's no shame in going wearing a diaper. Look, I'm sorry! <laughs> it's just, it, Alan, it's just been a strain on this relationship, okay? I, I, I have IBS. 
that that's real, and now all our fans know about it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be in there, Alan. But Alan, the, I understand that, but that's not an excuse for you to just leave that on the floor. I didn't. I I was trying. To, fuck you. Fuck everybody. This is a bug hunt, man. <laughs> this is a bug. Hunt. Uh, I mean, Abysma was already a, a, a bad enough haunt as is. You just go in Abysma? And that's, it's actually just the, they, that's actually it's why just the, they cleared it out. <laughs> you just go in Abysma, it's a guy sweeping, and then they're, they're, and then there's just like a poop in the corner. <laughs> it's like, is that's that actually, fake or is that real? And the, the, actually, the guy just looks at you, like, shakes his head. I picture Rusty from The Simpsons. Yeah, Abys- Abysmo was actually a really cool haunt, but they cleared it out after I accidentally pooped in there. <laughs> That's how good it was. Wait, wait, yeah. Alan, accidentally? Yes, accident. Fuck you! <laughs> how, how dare you imply that I would do anything to uh, disrupt... Um, well, see- that's the thing is he he was he was in cahoots with a, a different haunt at Midsummer Scream, and so he he went into Abysma and shit on the floor to just Nancy Kerrigan the place up. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it intentionally. Anyone who would disrupt a haunt intentionally is an asshole, right, David? That's right, Alan. Alan says and, segueing, and that, that leads me to a sickest segue. That leads me to a public service announcement. As I was trying to get into, uh, A, don't get Swifty in a haunt. This is all good illustration for that. Uh, the other thing is um, there's this thing. It's actually legit disturbing. It's going around the internet. It's some sort of game that like is get put up like, okay, if you go to a haunt, here's the deal. One point if you punch a monster. Two points if you touch a monster sexually. Uh, three points if you knock a monster out. And I'm sitting there reading this. I'm like... What the fuck? Yeah, like, no, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. If you do that, um, go fall off a bridge, a, a tall one, into a pool of water. Cool yourself off. Like we don't want anyone to die on this show, but we also don't want you to go around being an asshole at these yeah. events. Like what the fuck? If 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 you're listening to us and you do that, uh, fuck you. Yeah, leave now. Get off. Get off my plane. Get off my plane. Uh, yeah, Get off this plane. It's it's guys, violence is gross. Like pe- people forget that sometimes in, in this rat race world with tons of violent media that's all fun to indulge in. Uh, violence it's awful. It is. Um, and it's not good and don't. And like I get like some people like get reactionary when someone startles them and they'll like lash out a little bit. And I've, I know several people who are haunt monsters who work around like my, uh, say from example, some people who are perfectly nice people, uh, if they get like jumped out on, uh, maybe poop themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, like, don't judge just, uh, you know, but Alan, you have to understand you're like so much taller than other people. So if they sneak up on you and that person happens to be short, you're basically going to poop on their head, man. Do I, am I not wearing pants in this scenario? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. You're shitting so hard it's going through your pants. 
It's I was like gonna a say bullet. I didn't realize I didn't realize this was a uh, like a peep show haunt. <laughs> I mean, they had one of those at Midsummer Scream. It's like it's like ooh, you guys, you, you guys want to go see the peep show and like someone who's already been there. It's like that that font is misleading. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> okay anyway hashtag poop jokes uh we're getting we're getting all we're getting them out of our system it's like a bowel movement before we get into the episode so uh just saying uh don't do that shit go to haunt if you go to haunt don't pull this whole machismo bullshit where you're trying to prove prove anything just go be respectful have a good time uh, don't get in fights with anyone. Like, I, again, I know people who deal with a lot of fucking harassment from, like, guests who show up. And it pisses me off. So it's like, come on, guys. They're, Keep they're, your hands and feces to yourself. It's it's a fucking compact. You're, you're paying money to go to an event. And there's a compact you make when you walk into these events. Like, no one here, unless it's one of those fucking haunts where you, like, sign a waiver and they get to, like, waterboard you, basically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that does exist. Guantanamo. Um, <laughs> Guantanamo after dark. <laughs> I find it weird that that's in uh, San Diego, but... Um, that, I support shutting down Guantanamo and then reopening Guantanamo <laughs> as a haunt. <laughs> sign a, it's a sign a, hey, if you sign the waiver before you go in. Um, but, like, that's one thing. But if you go to these general things where... the, the Remember, like, the actors... The characters, they're not allowed to touch you, and they won't touch you. They'll just get all up in your grill because they're trying to spook you out. Just don't be a dick. Don't shine a light in their face. Don't be obnoxious about taking pictures, and, uh, you know, just just don't be an asshole. Is it really that hard to, like, not be an asshole? Um, on a related note, uh, Having heard from uh, several employees of the Renaissance Fair this year, also don't be an asshole to them. Yeah, I realize some of those ladies are very pretty, and they're playing characters like, uh, for example, uh, there there's the uh, brothel out at the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, they're actors. Holy shit! They, they, they got a brothel. Around. Not a not a real brothel. Oh. I thought I was going to have to like get a plane ticket to your Renaissance fair. How a, well that would be a really there's some awesome. really there's some really there's some really cool ladies who play the winches out there. Some very pretty ladies, and I am get from what they've told me, it's never been this bad before. It seems our current political imp- climate has emboldened certain individuals. Um, yeah, but yeah. I was people getting grabbed by the pussy out at the Renaissance Fair this year, apparently. Um, I mean, just, just, everyone, just don't be an asshole. Not in October, and not any other time, okay? This is a plea for sanity. It's like, it's like fucking telling, you're you're talking to kindergartners, like, keep your hands to yourself. It's, keep your hands to yourself. (laughs) Although, it dawned on me that uh, if this was an authentic, that we have a story authentic, to read, 
Well, yeah, that, that, but if it was an authentic brothel, you probably still wouldn't want to go there because they'd probably really go for authenticity and who knows what souvenirs you'd leave with. Probably gonorrhea. Anyway. Um, what is this futuristic bag thing you're putting on your penis? Um, <laughs> hey, oh, hey, I mean, there were lambskin to, condoms I, back I, in I used, e- ancient I used, Egypt. I used... I used I used to play bass for futuristic penis bag. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to read two stories from No Sleep tonight. Uh, and what could ostensibly be a short shivery. Uh, they're both related stories. And uh, the, we were initially shared with us by the Lolliot, our old friend the Lolliot, um, said we, this is the, the second story we're going to read is the, uh, one of the top rated stories on No Sleep in uh, January of 2017. Uh, but we're going to read the story that sort of, I believe, led into this story. And this story is called I Should Have Never Stopped at That Garage Sale. Oh my god. A small pirate just walked into my room. Wait a minute. No, that's not a pirate. That's my dog. And she's also not Are a you... pirate. She's a carnival barker. Okay. I thought for a second maybe someone had dosed you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might. It, it's it's all Kayla's fault. Hi, Kayla. Hi. I'm messing with her dog. It's very cute. I like it. I think that's gonna work. Yeah. I think and she so. seems okay with it. Anyway, I bought my eight-year-old a huge Lego set at a garage sale. She was absolutely ecstatic when I brought her home two giant garbage bags full of Legos of all shapes and sizes. For the first two days, she barely left her room. I didn't bother her much uh, other than the occasional check-in because I wanted to be as supportive as I could when it came to her creative development. At the sale, one particular book stood out to me. (laughs) The owner was oblivious of its presence and sold it to me for a quarter. Cool. I'd for- I'd have forgotten about it if I wasn't cleaning out my trunk one day in the merry, merry month of May. <laughs> I grabbed the book and went inside, heading up towards Martha's bedroom. Look at this, she shrieked, pointing at a large castle of Legos she constructed. That is incorrect. It is actually Lego. The plural for Lego is Lego. That is accurate. You Whoa, plebeians. that's... Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's really good. How did you learn to build that? Uh, can, can we take a, a second to shit on the title of the story? Because fuck the title of the story. Uh, it's yeah. a no-sleep title, for one. That's to be It's very much, a, very much a no-sleep title. Do we, do we need to talk about no-sleep titles again? When was the last time we talked about no-sleep titles? Uh, recently. Okay. Uh, they're awful, and they tell you the story. Uh, it's bad. Don't do that. It's, that's part of the clickbait culture of no sleep is like, I need to get the upvotes so people better read my story so I better tell them what the story is in the fucking title. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, Martha shrugged and giggled, then went back to building her castle. I sat down on her bed and watched as she picked through the Lego. I'm going to say Lego because it's not Legos. Looked, uh, looking for all the red ones. Eventually, I remembered I had to do laundry and kissed her on the top of her head before heading out over to my bedroom. A few hours went by, and I realized that I had left the book sitting on Martha's bed. I entered. Martha was sitting on her bed with a cold look in her eyes. 
The book was sitting on her lap and open to a page with a rather rather disturbing illustration on it. I snatched the book up and Martha just stared at me. Okay, honey. I think it's time for bed. You look tired. She continued staring at me, her eyes glossy and dull. For some strange reason, I felt anxious. I nudged her towards the bedroom to get ready for bed, and I went to my room to get a better look at the book. Um, I don't... I, I'm not a huge fan of, like, I felt anxious for some reason. Yeah, like, the un, like unbidden feelings in this kind of... Like, not having a, I don't know, source pinned down? Just a vague feeling? Yeah. You you can do that, but it, it has to be... Uh, elaborated on in some way, you know? I'd say so. Uh, do we... I, I assume we're going to get a better look at the illustrations in this book. Take a look. It's in the book. Demonic You're too, Possession. You, you're more optimistic than me. <laughs> Something about that book was horribly upsetting. Oh, God. Okay. There were very graphic illustrations of people being castrated, stabbed, and brutally beaten. There were descriptive images of how to drain the blood from a human body. I was mortified to see the high level of detail put into the illustrations. It all seemed handwritten. The text was illegible. Something that didn't appear to be in the English language. It worried me that little Martha had been looking at this book, possibly for a few hours. I want to pause there and talk about this because, again, this is a book that a dude bought at a garage sale for a quarter just on a lark. Would you not peruse the book a little yourself before buying it? You just sight unseen be like, hey, how much is that book? Hey, that's a cover. Did the cover just happen to look like the Necronomicon? Is that why you bought it? Because then you shouldn't be surprised that this is all in there. You just buy a book and it says on the cover, Crime Photos for Children. <laughs> By Shan and Jan Berenstein. Martha Tedesco. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Whose who's turn is it to read? It is Alan's. Um, Later that night. Later that night, I woke to the sound of giggling coming from Martha's room. Giggle, giggle, giggle. I got up and crept towards her door. The lights were off. I could hear her talking, but in a language I couldn't understand. She seemed fluent in it. I pushed the door open to see Martha standing in the dark. The castle she had been building was gigantic, nearly reaching the ceiling. It had an ominous presence in a Victorian design. This was something far beyond the capabilities of an eight-year-old girl. I also feel like this is beyond the capabilities of a bunch of random Legos you bought at a garage sale. <laughs> Unless you uh, bought, like, a kit. Seems a little uh, disjointed. Anyway, just just saying. Uh, are, we, are we at Martha? What are you doing? Yeah, you can take the next, like, three paragraphs. Yeah. huge air quotes paragraphs Um, (laughs) Martha what are you doing up it's way past your bedtime I scolded her pointing towards the bed Martha completely ignored my demands and proceeded to add more black Legos to the castle exterior Martha it is 
Time for bed, I raise my voice, applying a fatherly tone. Martha! I reached over toward her to remove the Lego from my hand. Wait, what? I reached over toward her to remove the Lego from my hand. What? He had the Lego in his hands, and he needed to use his, his daughter's teeth to pry it out of his hand because he was having a stroke, because that's the only reason you would write a sentence like that. <laughs> I reached over. Burn. Roasted. Martha growled like. Totino's pizza Destino's messing with those pizza rolls. Ah, ah, Destino's messing with those pizza rolls, man. Tortino's, what's in them? I love it. Martha growled like a vicious animal, probably because she stepped on a Lego in her bare feet. She reached behind the castle and removed a makeshift dagger assembled from super glue and whittled down to a sharp point. Uh, what? Uh, made of what? Just super glue? Martha brought her dagger no. down. No! <laughs> What it? Keep reading. Martha brought her dagger down into my forearm. Blood oozed from the open wound. I staggered back in complete shock. She lunged at me. I leaped out of the way, just in time to dodge her. Martha had a look of animosity in her eyes, in here eyes, a look of pure hatred, one I had never seen before. This is highly rated on no sleep. Yeah, it's highly rated on no sleep. Uh, a Chelsea Kazesha Kerma! Azeroth Metrion Zinthos! Ona Igna Chawaneha! Expecto Patronum! Martha shouted in some foreign language. <laughs> Her voice was distorted and echoed throughout the room, bouncing off of the walls as if we were in some sort of cavern. I dodged another attempt to plunge the weapon straight into my heart. Acting on instinct, I fucking punched my little girl in the face. No, <laughs> I stuck out. I stuck out my leg and lightly kicked her hard. Lightly kicked her hard enough to get some distance. Okay. So you say With basically that, you're saying that so child protective services doesn't come and bust your ass. I kicked. I, I, I straight up I, pissed and kicked I, my. I, I, I kind of just lightly beat the shit out of my daughter. I kind of just lightly pissed and kicked my daughter straight in the chest. I just, I just Alan Chaney'd all over her head. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, boy. With that uh, short opening, I managed to escape and slam the door behind me. Fortunately, her bedroom door had a reverse swing, and I was able to use the closet door to wedge it shut. That's uh, not a bad detail. <laughs> You know, uh, did I ever tell you guys about my brief stint playing bass for Super Glue, uh, Super Glue Dagger? Uh, was it around the time that you uh, were playing, their, they were doing their hit Reverse Swing? <laughs> reverse Swing, parentheses, wedge it shut. <laughs> uh, oh, it's me, right? Yeah. I was nearly shitting myself at this point, panicking against the wall in the hallway, Martha was... I was I was nearly out and chaining myself. God damn it. <laughs> Please note that I will not uh I will not carry along with this. Uh if Alan is going to hate anybody, it should be Brandon. Nah, it's cool. 
I, I mean, didn't fucking bring I, this up. I, I get that it's funny. <laughs> I didn't. I look when I brought it up, I wasn't thinking about fuck whatever. Martha was violently pounding on her bedroom door and screaming at the top of her lungs. Uh, I couldn't call the police. Why not? It just wouldn't make sense. Why not? So I waited. After about an hour, the pounding stopped. After a few beers in the kitchen, I gathered the courage to check on her again. Okay, so that's one of those very, like... That's one of those very cringy things of, like, I'm a young person. What do adults do? They drink beers. That's how it feels. Yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting. Uh, As the vibe I'm getting is that this this is a younger person writing about uh, the old people because loot box. I, I don't know. Hey guys, do you like Black Lego? Try out Black Lego box. I used to play bass for Black Lego. Black Lego son? Oh my god, what, whose turn is it to read? It's uh, Alan. Um, I slowly opened the door. The lights had been shut off, and the room was almost pitch black. Other than a few flickering candles, I have no fucking clue how she got them. I poked my head in further to see Martha knelt over her castle, but it wasn't a castle. It was a shrine. <clears throat> her bed had been stripped of all blanket- its blankets and sheets, and she somehow managed to drag it in front of the castle. A strange circular pattern had been painted in the exposed mattress, in what I can only hope wasn't blood. Well, I, I don't know how I keep forgetting that it's my turn to read. Um, because Martha, there's just not a lot going for this story, and it's easy to yeah. get distracted. Yeah, it is, oh my god, is it? Can I, can, I, can I also say again, for the record, that uh, Gracie is adorable and is also a distraction? Can I also say that uh, with the entry of one Patrick Murphy into the contest... Oh, we are at 60 entrants for the Fleming Storage Unit Project. Ooh. GG. So, since we started recording, uh, four people have joined. That's impressive. It's day two. It's, it's, it's like 30 hours that this thing has been out, and it just went up on the Midnight Marinara channel. Yep. Uh, it's there, uh, and we'll talk a bit about that. What that is for uh, the sake of the, um, because you know when by the time this comes out, people might other people might be interested, but spots are filling up fast. So if you're listening to this on the Undercooked Analysis podcast, uh, stay tuned to the end. We'll tell give you the skinny on our uh, most recent writing challenge. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Martha's voice grew. It got louder and louder. She chanted ch- strange words that couldn't that I couldn't comprehend. I took another step closer to try and make out her words. That's when her neck snapped. God damn it. Uh, turning her head in my direction. A gigantic smile had... So her neck snapped. She creepily turned her head. She had a gigantic smile. She said, your mother oh. sucks cocks in hell. Yeah, and and then also there's blood trailed to the sides of her mouth. She turned into Jeff the Killer. (laughs) A gigantic smile had been across her face, blood trailed from the sides of her mouth. Martha's eyes were as wide as saucers, and the dancing flames of the candlewick 
gave a sinister glow. That is the most generic paragraph. Yeah, they're... mm, Yeah. In no sleep history. This... mm. And this is uh, again. This is this is a very uh, highly rated uh, story. Um, she inched towards me. Her limbs and joints bent in ways that even a contortionist couldn't obtain, but Samara totally could. I didn't hesitate this time. I shrieked like a little girl and slammed the door shut. I could hear her tiny body slam against the cheap wood, and her nails began to violently scratch at the wood like a desperate animal trying to get to its prey. I whimpered. In that following moment, a horrifying laugh echoed from behind the door in a voice that could have come from no other, no one other than a demon. Come here, Daddy. Let's play. Okay, so let's... How, how did this actually manage to get uh, more contrived as it went along? Okay. Yep. David, I want you to pause for a second. Okay. And future David, I want you to put... Can we get some uh, some Jeopardy music? For the thing I'm about to say. Okay. Um, I uh, sorry, Trebek. I need to borrow your music for a second. Here we go. Okay. So we're we're going to have uh, a question for our audience. What does uh, she say uh, like a demon? Uh, is it uh, a something complex that the story had been leading up to? Uh, B something. Uh, completely unpredictable, but nonetheless interesting, uh, a la David Lynch, or C, something about uh, th- that a creepy child would say in regards to a daddy. Okay, time's up. What does uh, she say uh, like a demon? If you, if you guessed the C, you were right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. This. I said, fuck that. (laughs) And went the door shut. (laughs) I ran downstairs to grab my drill and a handful of longwood screws. I broke a dining room chair and grabbed (laughs) the pieces of wood. I went downstairs and grabbed my drill and a handful of wooden screws. <laughs> I, I have good news, people. Uh, in the time that it took Alan to read that, uh, Gail Milner and a person who I've never heard of before also entered the cat challenge. So we're hey, up to 62. Holy crap. A snap. I By broke the way, the dining room. what's the cap for that writing challenge? What, 99? 99. Right. Because you're units you're... and a bitch ain't one. <laughs> Filling up fast. Carry on. Filling up fast. Filling up fast. I Come on down di- to the Fleming units. <laughs> I broke a dining room chair and grabbed the pieces of wood and began to seal the door shut. With each screw I drove into the wood, another menacing laugh echoed from behind the door. Maybe it's just me, but the fact that the word wood appears on top of itself three times in that paragraph is really weird to me. Wood, wood, wood. Yeah. Did you get more wood? Oh, yeah. Take us home, dead palette. Country road to the place where I belong. West Virginia. Virginia, Mothman, take me home. 
in dread cold. Uh, right now, I'm cowering <laughs> in the living room downstairs. Oh no! Right now, I'm downstairs. I'm cowering in the living room downstairs, and the police can't even help me. I'm not a religious man whatsoever. But I tried to call at least a dozen priests to get an exorcism. I'm stuck. I can't leave my little girl here alone. But I also don't think I'll make it through the night. Um, I never should have went to that fucking garage sale. It's credited to KG. Um, although it's I post, see it at the top. Posted by the... The big spook 0-0-K. Okay, so the big spook is the name of the guy. Okay. Um, that was... Um, not not good. Not good. Um, and uh, I think it is very rough. It doesn't actually add anything worthwhile. It's not scary. Uh, here's the frustrating thing. Checking on... Uh, yeah, I found this guy's Twitter account. He's a good visual artist. Yeah? Yeah, a good visual artist. Got, got some cool stuff going on. Um, but man, that's... That was some generic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Guess. Oh, actually, yes, he is a good. I'm looking at it now. Wow, it's pretty. That's pretty, pretty impressive. Um. Yeah, nothing against this guy, but this is not a good story. It's very. Well, we, it's never anything against the author. It's just we 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 call it as it is with the stories, and I don't think this. I don't feel this is a very strong story. I don't understand why it is as highly rated as it is. It's. There's a lot of other no sleep stories that I've read that are um, much more grounded in realism. Don't avoid a lot of these cliches, even ones that are more supernatural, kind of like this one. I have seen handled with a lot more grace. Uh, and you know, is... I've I've heard people say, you know, Dead Palette, especially you, you always focus on this realism thing. Maybe a story doesn't want to be that, and that's never the case. I always let a story be whatever it is. Yeah. But I'm trying to help it further along its goal. If it is trying to do that, then that's what it should be doing. And if it's being posted on no sleep, then its expressed goal is realism. Yeah, and so I mean, even if you're even if you're describing something really, um, really outlandish, like you know, my daughter built a crazy Lego castle and then got really evil because of a book I got at a garage sale. I mean, there's a way you can probably spin that. It's not likely, but there's a good, there's a way you can spin it where it has a more compelling like tone to it and it, this was this fell onto a lot of tired tropes and cliches that make it unrealistic because we've seen this before we've seen the exorcist or at least know in the cultural zeitgeist of the exorcist we know about um samara we know about demonic possession and like just it's it's not really saying anything new not that it needs to it's just not it's not doing anything yeah, yeah, its ending is not an ending, and uh, and it does okay. And I want to say it does that whole the other tired trope of like I'm writing this right now while I'm in danger. That can be yeah. done, and it can be done effectively. But when it's tacked on at an end like this, it just does not feel right. I just want to talk about the comments for a second. Second, specifically, uh, so I translated a Shelty Kazesh Ikerma on Google. It came up as Hindi for 
pancreatic hair follicle. <laughs> I used to play bass for pancreatic <laughs> hair follicle. <laughs> yeah, p- pancreatic hair follicle, that famous rap rock group from the 90s. Oh, man. All right, well, apparently this was... I like this one by Ava Awesome. Dude, you can't just, like, leave an eight-year-old alone for a few hours. So many things could happen, like demonic possession, lessons learned. (laughs) But my favorite is the top comment by Passion Fruit, which says, Now you gotta throw the whole daughter away. (laughs) 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 So I get the impression that a lot of people are not also not taking this seriously. Uh, somehow make her step on a Lego. That should give you enough time to tie her up, lol. So people Just people know a... what's going on. This Jesus, business Jesus. image makes me happy. Just get a gallon of holy water and a bunch of Bibles. Get her defense down by throwing the Bibles at her. <laughs> she will stagger and be weakened. When this is happening, pour the holy water on her and chant, Get the fuck out of my house, loudly. <laughs> it will definitely work. <laughs> oh, seriously. <Around> her. <laughs> seriously, why did that book catch your attention? Still, that was a great price. <laughs> yeah, spend a quarter on a book. Oh my god, this is... The comments are almost better than the, the story, and I'm glad that most of them seem to be... Legos are sick, says, what is wrong with my ass? <laughs> So, shall we read the story that prompted uh, this whole thing in the first place, though? Like, us finding yes. this. So, so the, the other, so the one that we just read was submitted five days ago, and this one was submitted four days ago. This story is called, I Am So Glad You Stopped at My Garage Sale. And this is, again, the top-rated story of uh, January 2017. And uh, I'm already... The first sentence alone... Who... who- who okay we got to flip a coin or some shit play draw stalls who gets to be the one to say the first sentence of this story um um ooh 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 ooh, ooh let me let me y- y- you know what alan go for it i'll i'll i'll, I'll hey. the floor is yours <clears throat> just all right have you ever watched a red death note? <laughs> 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 Alan, you owe us for letting you do that. We are off to the races. Some... So what about this dude that finds a notebook on the ground and finds out any name he writes in the notebook dies? Well. Oh my god, a chair symptom! <laughs> Wait a second. Any 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 name he writes in in the death in the note book dies. The name like gets erased out of existence. That's why no one na- ever names their kid Stuart Montgomery Blecklestein. <laughs> well, I had something similar happen to me a little over twenty years ago. Your name died. Yes, my name died. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so so he so he is in effect. He is uh, 
uh, oh goddamn, what's the name of the guy? Brutus Beefcake. What's his real name? Oh, uh, fuck. He's the man with no name. Uh, fuck it, it's an obscure Ed, wrestling Ed reference. Ed, Ed Leslie. Leslie. Ed Leslie. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I, I was 12 years old, and I was in every sense of the word a fuckboy. <laughs> Wait. I was 12 years old, and in every sense of the word, what is this? I'm 12 years old, and what is a fuckboy? I desperately find... I mean... You know, to be fair to the story, I was when I was a 12-year-old, I was a fuckboy, so... I mean... Still kind of am. Um, I desperately clung to girls I thought I had a chance with and would insult my closest friends in front of popular kids to get a chance to join their prestigious ranks, and I would expect my parents to get me whatever I wanted... This person has a different definition of fuckboy than I do. Um, <laughs> thinking about the person I was now, I can't help but cringe. Anyways, before I get too distracted, let me show you my Pokemon card. Let me tell you about how a book ruined my life. No, hold on. This is important. Let me tell you about how a book ruined my fucking life. Oh, yeah, my fucking life. Yeah, so already we have... Referencing another form of horror slash media, we have a gerasymptom, we have a 12-year-old, and we have front-loading. And a fuckboy. A fuckboy. And a fuckboy. There's an, a, not a skeleton in sight to deal with the fuckboy. Yes. You know what this um, story's missing? I really, hope a, I really hope a skeleton deals with the fuckboy now. <laughs> you know what the story's missing? What? Uh, organization 13 cosplayers <laughs> does do you think our um narrator appreciates kingdom hearts oh, oh man. no they don't they don't appreciate kingdom hearts they appreciate mobile kingdom hearts <laughs> uh it was the month wow. it was the month of october and the local flea market capital F, capital M, was having a Halloween event. I didn't want to go, but after getting caught with Playboy magazines underneath my bed, my mother was a bit wary of leaving me alone at home. Jacking it. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it. (laughs) I will make you understand, said the 12-year-old as he was kicked out of the house. Um, When my mother... Pulled into the parking lot of the flea market. Oh, did you... Is that what you just read? No, that's... that's no, no, you're good. No. Okay. When my mother pulled into the parking lot of the flea market, now Cap- now not capitalized... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I rolled my... It became less important after the trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a title anymore. I rolled my eyes at the cheesy Halloween decorations that mask the fact that this was just a thing that older people liked going to when their favorite game shows weren't, play- game shows weren't playing on TV. Savage, bro. Um, after following my mother around... We're just, we're just uh, shitting on Trebek today. <laughs> this is a side note, and we should finish up this story. But have you, have either of you seen Louis C.K. on, Je- uh, on Jeopardy? Yeah, holy shit. I have. He just Okay, so he went on Jeopardy and spoiler alert, 
he was he was on with a uh, two um uh, he was on with a journalist and a newscaster who are supposed to cover U.S. you know uh, foreign affairs and U.S. domestic policy and uh, the news and history and everything that right. study politics and all this stuff. He fucking decimates them <laughs> so hard. Fantastic! It is it, it is insane. I'm pleased. Oh, anyway. Um, After following my mother around for around an hour, she finally got tired of listening to me complain. After showing, shoving five dollars into my open hand, she told me to get whatever I wanted and meet back up with her at the car in thirty minutes. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Um. Do, uh, you know, I think that that's unfair. Let's explain why. Ugh. Because I don't want to seem like we're just dogging this person. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's you know I don't say this very often because I really don't want people to escalate. It's just kind of boring. <laughs> like I yeah. D- does anyone else feel that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's compared to well, I mean, no, no, no. Compared to the last one. See, here's the thing: is that this one is doing better so far because it hasn't shit the bed. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah, um, it didn't take me too long to find a booth that caught my eye. Well, a hot girl that was standing behind the table, full of odd stuff, got my attention first. I don't quite remember what she looked like, but I do remember her massive, massive. Her she wore a white t-shirt and a short floral skirt. With all of the suave I could muster, I walked over to her and and uh, looked down at her table. Then I looked up at her and I said, do you like 12-year-old boy penis? Um, God damn it. Uh, most of the stuff was just knickknacks, such as fake severed fingers, necklaces with little skulls, rings with spiders on them, etc. I was just about to ask her how much uh, it would cost for me to finger how much a finger was when I looked at the end of the table and saw a cool looking book. Hey, if this guy is a as much of a fuckboy as he says, though, would that not be the, the implied subtext of what he's saying? How much a finger was? How much for? How much for a finger? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as I yeah. asked, as soon as that's kind of like how uh, I learned uh, that the phrase "blew me off" means something different to a British person. <laughs> the body, eat the body, hide the body, eat the body. As soon as I asked her about the book, her smile disappeared, and she asked, "Wait, you can see the book?" I slowly nodded my head while trying to make. Some... Oh God, damn it! <laughs> I slowly nodded my head while trying. To make it seem like I didn't think she was weird. Now, nervously, she bit her lower lip and picked up the book. After a couple of seconds, she looked back at, up at me with a smile on her face and said, All right, I can let this go for a dollar. That sound fair to you? I took the five out of my pocket and handed it to her. She took the money and stared off into the distance. I tried asking her for my change, but she ignored me. After unsuccessfully trying to get her attention a couple more times, I just grabbed a ring and walked uh, a ring and a finger and walked away. So he can now just propose to this finger. 
Just this finger. I mean, he liked it. He should put a ring on it. Yes. <laughs> I didn't get to... Uh... I didn't Alan, get to Alan do, do you need to pick me up? Sure. 64! 64! 64! People have entered the contest. <laughs> wow. Nice. That's a lot of storage units. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to look in the book until later that night. Uh, it was around 11, and my parents were already asleep. Slightly excited, I opened the book and J.O.'d. <laughs> <laughs> and started looking at the gory photos that filled the book. Normally, I would have closed the book and thrown it away, but something about the book filled me with an uncontrollable amount of arousal, joy. Before I knew it, my head was filled with various methods of torture, how to completely drain out blood from a human body, and ways to get away with ending another person's life. That doesn't match up what was in the book before. Okay, so I like the story that we're rewriting where he's like where where he gets this book that has adult stuff in it and uh it has mutilations and all of this kind of stuff and then he gets off on it and it's just like he's obsessed with this now and he can't explain it and it's like grossing him out that he feels that way. Mm. Yes. I like the story that we're writing. I like this story that we're writing. Uh this sounds you know what this sounds like something Carnal Chills would like. Mm. I'm going to shout out to Carnal Chills. If they they they're they're doing looking into erotic horror, just putting that out there. Not safe for work, but it's there. Hey, this show is also not safe for work either. So if you're listening to this show, uh, you're probably okay to do that. But just saying, fair warning. Anyway, tits and poop. Hey, um, if you're listening to the podcast right now, um, feel free to jerk it. <laughs> just go for it. You know. Yeah. God damn it. Even if you're at work. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to see you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll I, know, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alan's ears will burn. That's, it's good that not, that's what's not, burning. And not not my else. ears. Oh, boy. Um, uh, your when turn. I, when I finished reading the final page, I looked at the four blank pages at the end of the book. I thought about making... A little note at the back about which pages I thought were the most interesting, <laughs> but the sun was starting to come up, and exhaustion overtook me. It was Sunday morning, and I didn't have to go to school, but I woke up at 8 to the sound of whispering in my head. It, I couldn't hear what it said at first, but I knew it was just saying the same thing over and over again. Um, like Nelly, Nelly uh, hmm. around 1... While I was sitting at the kitchen table eating my lunch with my mother, a voice screamed inside of my head. I hear voices in my head. <laughs> they counsel me. They understand. I'm, I'm Randy Horton. They talk to me. They tell I me to walk yo. I parody. I come up with my own parody lyrics to that song all the time. I hear voices in my head. They tell me about their day at work. They're boring me. <laughs> <laughs> They're boring me. <laughs> I, I, I wish that was what actually happened. He's just got a really bad song stuck in his head. 
Hey, man, that song is amazing. No, no, no. I'm saying he's got a really bad case of a song stuck in his head. I'm sorry. I should uh, pause that, rearrange it. I'm with you. Strike that. Yeah. Strike Uh, that, reverse it. She's the one. Be a part of the book. Use her. Rude? It's his sister, Abigail. Um, The... People should check out the uh, the video of Jim Johnston, uh, like, composing that song. Have you seen that, Alan? No. It's so cool. He's just, like, playing it on an acoustic guitar by himself, and it's, like, all weird and sad. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, I jumped a bit, which made my mother look at me like I lost my mind. I sheepishly grinned at her, apologized, and continued eating. Well, tried to continue eating, but I just couldn't stomach anything. The whispers started to get louder with every bite I took, and by the third bite, it got loud enough for me to realize they were saying, she's the one, be a part of the book, use her, over and over again. It wasn't just one voice either, it was a different voice every time the chant started back up again. Um, Is this literally literally going to be a death note? I, I hope not. I hope there's at least some... Difference. Oh my god. This is just a death note. Anyway. Um Al Al um, Al, Al, Al Alfonso Chimchar. When I finish telling you the next part, please don't think of me as evil or bad. I genuinely don't remember any of this happening. I couldn't eat dinner that night. The voices were at a moderately loud tone. Like the voice your parents use when they start getting angry. RKO your mother. RKO her, she won't see it coming. (laughs) RKO her out of nowhere. I tried to ignore it, but the more I tried, the louder the voice became. By the time I lied down in bed... The voices were screaming at me, saying the same fucking thing over and over again. RKO! RKO! I couldn't handle it anymore. I put my hands over my ears and started to scream. I blacked out shortly after. The blackout is a completely different finishing move. Um, (laughs) The next morning, I opened my eyes and looked around the room and immediately threw up all over myself and broke into sobs. Um... It looked like... What was the story we read recently with a lot of throwing up? Uh... Uh... Was that Jane the Killer? <laughs> they vomited <laughs> and then slipped in the vomit and hit their head on a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was something I read for Dead Serious. It probably was. Maybe we're... Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, um... It's not out yet, but I read a story called Feed the Pigs, also a no-sleep story, so go check that out All right. Uh, when it's up. Um, Feed the Pig. Oh, my God. Uh, open up and threw up and broke into sobs. I looked like there was... It looked like there was a massacre in my room. Bodies were strewn about, clearly RKO'd <laughs> in an explosive fashion. There were flattened intestines all over the carpet. Blood was all over the walls. Strips of flesh thrown all around the room, and my mother's head sat silently on my side table. Holy shit. You know what? Holy shit. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Holy shit. Our, our narrator is just Jason Voorhees, and this is all somewhere in between um, uh, 
This is all sort of a pre-sequel to uh, Friday the 13th 1 and Friday the 13th 2. There you go. Are Friday the 13th and Death Note in the same universe? Probably not. Book you, Game Theory. <laughs> uh, the book was sitting on top of my bed. I looked at the book and saw there was a new page in the book. How to Sacrifice a Loved One and Revive a Troubled Spirit was the title of the page. And a drawing of my mother getting ripped apart by me was in the middle of the page. In the top corner of the page was a girl. A girl wearing a cute floral dress. She was waving at me with a smile on her face. I hid the book in the back of my closet and sat in my room until my father walked into my room and saw what happened. I was sent to mental facilities for over two decades before I was deemed sane. My father never forgave me for what I did, but he still paid for my treatments until he passed away three months ago. He left me the house along with some money. I don't have any use for either. What can you do with money? Money can be exchanged for goods and services. Um, the second I walked back into the house, the voices came back. They're saying something different now. Um, hide the body. Eat the body. Hide the body. Eat the body. David, enough goofing around. We know. Let's actually read what's there. Um, you've got your rules and your religion all designed to keep you safe. But when rules start getting broken, you start questioning your faith. Um <laughs> Uh, pass pass the book on for your soul grow the book the voices were at a full-blown scream when a guy came to my garage sale you couldn't imagine how happy i was when he could actually see the book i placed off to the side i did a better job at acting like i didn't know what the book was i needed it gone i told him to give me a quarter and with a satisfied look he dropped a quarter in my ear hands my soul is troubled but as soon as a new page is added to the book i'll be free a related and the story was credited to... Also, also, after this, I got a job with the WWE. <laughs> I'm Randy Orton. Hi. <laughs> uh, credited... Um, this is credited to... Heyong. No, it can't be Randy Orton. Isn't Bob Orton still alive? Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, just broke back in. So I was saying, is this going to be Death Note? And it turns out it's not. It turns out it's Ringu. Yep. <laughs> Good job. Um, Alright, so uh, should we start with comments or should we start with uh, our, just our initial thoughts? Because I have both. Because I just want to <laughs> say, I while it is rough in a lot of places, this is actually, this story was actually a little more entertaining than the first one. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, it was. It's not inherently uh it's not doing the same cliches it's got other cliches but i can kind of forgive this one a little more because at least it's got some ideas in it i don't know other people's ideas uh yeah pretty much <laughs> uh i mean it's, it's it's using death note it mentions death note it's got jason Voorhees' mom's head um it's also got voices in your head uh, and other cool things um, like that. I don't know. I'm having a brain fart all of a sudden. I think it's because the dog has entered my room a third time. 
Hi, Gracie. Yes, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. This, uh... It, it was better. That's not saying much, but it not, was not better. Like, not, like, incredible. No. But, I mean... I... It, it was it was a PBR. It's nothing special, but it went down smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It's kind of cool that in 24 hours this was written and responded to the other story. Yeah, that is, there is that. Yeah. And that's the coolest thing about this. But the story itself... Um, you know, to... I'll, 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 I'll echo Alan and expound on the metaphor. It's a PBR. You can have one... But then after you have that PBR, you really don't want to drink another PBR. You kind of want to. <laughs> All right, let's let's have a shot of vodka now. Yeah. Um. So uh, this is this is interesting in the comments. Uh, there's a little comment thread where someone's linked to the other story, and um, Heyong actually talks about how the link is in the story. Uh, low down nut. Low down what? That's the name. Says, I'm confused. Are you Big Spook too? I meant that there was a link in the other post too, regardless of very well what Peace thinks. And he says, ha ha ha. This is Heyong responding. Ha ha ha. No, he is just a very good friend of mine. Well, I went to the hat store today and I bought myself a hat. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> well, I went to the flea market today and I bought myself a book. Um... Yeah, it's cool that these two stories are connected, um, but that's really all that's cool. <laughs> Have you ever watched Death or read Death Note? Are you talking about the critically acclaimed Netflix series? Says Pepperoni. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is uh, again like. The story is of fair to midland quality, and yet it's the top-rated story. What are most people reading on 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 No Sleep? That means that stories that I feel like could be significantly improved are getting so highly rated. Dude, I I don't know, but it's like I, I've read quite a few No Sleep stories this month for Dead Serious. Mm-hmm. The, the the thing I do on my channel, if you haven't checked those out yet. Uh, doing 31 this month, I've read uh, at least seven no-sleep stories. Um, all of them better than this. Both of these. Well then. And I... those ones weren't... Th- there was uh, one, I believe, that was pretty strong, but like most of them were pretty subpar, really. And, we... I, and, I, and I feel like we've been shitting on no-sleep really hard, but... I think the current environment of No Sleep is producing this. So the, the well, I mean, because the premise of No Sleep for a long time has been an interesting one. You write a story; the story is ostensibly supposed to be realistic, and that other people are are in are encouraged to, when they respond, assume it is real. And you know that on first inspection sounds like a good idea, but then you really think about it, and it's like, well, these stories are supposed to be realistic, so maybe sh- people should respond with skepticism instead. And then edit the stories accordingly. Right. Like, so, there's a way you so, could frame that to make it so, seem like the skepticism is then you either being punctual or if you're a gracious writer, you go and say, okay, maybe I can correct that or whatever, you know? But 
and then you correct it, and then you get more upvotes. Now, if only there was some sort of writing community that we had that would apply the rules I just suggested. Well, I mean, we don't if, have anything like that. Wait a minute. Holy shit. I guess that's not a thing. Good night. Bend you, bend you outro music here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, enter the Fleming unit project. Uh, the whole concept is that there is a, a storage unit facility in Harve, Montana, USA, where there are 100 units. These units uh, all have uh, different stuff put in them by different families, and each one is going to contain some sort of horror story, a realist horror story, an Ashcan horror story. And we're going to write these stories together. You can uh, grab one of the 99 open units, which I guess are now, uh, we have 65 entered because someone else, Mike McDee, actually just entered the, the contest. All right, Mike. Um, so that's the situation we're in. Uh, if you want to be entered in, I would start, I would, I would email me now. Call me now. Call me now. And if you haven't seen, you can uh, go to the uh, Midnight Marinara YouTube channel to see the full list of rules in video format. Or you can uh, go to my channel or you can go to uh, the Ignis Pergamentum channel. Uh, we are uploading it at a bunch of different places. Um, yes. Yes. Um, in the meantime, stay tuned. Uh, October 30th, everything's on track. Uh, the pasta shade is gearing up for, uh, has informed me that everything is in position to start Midnight Marinara properly again. Uh, so if you're not subscribed to that podcast, uh, benviewnetwork.com slash Midnight Marinara. Uh, you can also find it on the YouTube channel in which we share uh, Undercooked Analysis um, and anywhere good podcasts are sold, uh, usually. Also distributed. So stay tuned for the return of Midnight Martinarda. <laughs> stay tuned for the return of me, 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 Midnight Meh Meh Meh. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, do you, do you like Italian food? Have you tried no. Midnight Marinara Blue Apron Box? It's a Halloween-themed box of Midnight Marinara. All the noodles are black and orange. They're super spooky. Squid ink sauce. Hey, Alan, um, you got anything coming out soon? Um, fucking, uh, Poop. I... Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been derailed so hard. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, if I haven't told anyone about the Remarkable Power Hour yet, uh, that's going to start at the beginning of November. The Basically, the Allen Hour uh, is back, only I have full creative control, and I'm doing it with DeMarcus, and it's called the Remarkable Power Hour. It's going to have its own channel. Huzzah! Uh, when it goes up, I will let all of you beautiful listeners know where it can be found. 
I should say we. We will let you beautiful listeners know where it can And the go. first episode is going to be about ghost hunting. I'm super stoked. And like ghost <laughs> Welcome hunting. to Ghost Fuckers International. <laughs> Tonight on Ghost Fuckers. Um, all right. Uh, I think that's all of our business for the night. I think uh, I think we should uh, disappear into the ether. Oh, stay tuned. Remember, we hinted at this last time, but uh, Halloween is fast approaching, and with it, the end of an era. More like the end of an era. Two friends. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Made a deal. I would do a minute podcast on a movie. What movie would you do it on? What if we count to three, and at three we both say the name of the movie, and if it is somehow the same movie... (laughs) Three... Two, one, Super Mario Brothers! The Super Mario Brothers Minute. Two episodes a week. Benview Network. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.